Hey, what's up everybody? This is Etho and welcome guys to a Minecraft 1.11 snapshot video. What am I doing? I have no idea. <laughs> I've never done one of these snapshot videos before, so this might go okay or very badly. We will see. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, just after Minecon here, they showed some of the features of this. And now the 1.11.16w39a snapshot has been released. And it has introduced some very cool new items into the game that I'm very excited about. Um, and as great as this snapshot is, and this update seems like it's going to be, it crashes like crazy right now. <laughs> so normally I would do this kind of thing in our Let's Play series, but uh, that is crashing like crazy. So we're going to maybe... Hello there. In creative here, we'll, we'll go through some of the new stuff added and check out how it works and maybe some cool stuff we can use it for in the game, if we have time. So, shulker boxes, very cool. We have the observer block. Um, some new mobs have been added. We got the llama. We have the vex. We have the vindicator. The evoker. Uh, we have a totem here that prevents you from dying if you're holding it. And new enchantments, Curse of Binding, Curse of Vanishing, and a whole bunch of other cool crazy stuff. So let's get to it here. So we're going to look at the Shulker box first off here, guys, because this is like the coolest thing added to the game since Pistons. <laughs> it is good. It is really good. So it does a couple things. It's like a quality of life improvement to the game. Um, as you know, a big problem we have is... Uh, we keep getting new items in the game, but the number of inventory spots we have hasn't increased, so it actually makes it really difficult to do anything at this point because you got to keep running back and forth to your chest to pick up items. Uh, this is a chest, though. You can put stuff inside. It's kind of like a strong box if you've played modded Minecraft. The correct tool to, to pick it up again is not the shovel. It's not the axe. It's the pick. So it's kind of like a stone. Um, you can pick it up. You got we got our redstone inside. You can carry it around with you. Put it down again wherever you want, and it still keeps the items inside. So you you can have so much more inventory space now if you want. Of course, the downside is if you die with all your stuff on you, you're gonna lose a lot more stuff. <laughs> so you got to be careful. But you can have a box of blocks. You can have a box of food. You know, however you want to organize it. Um, just makes things a lot nicer. Now with this. There is a limitation. You can't put it in another shulker box. That is to prevent infinite storage, which could become a big technical problem if they allowed that. Um, you can, however, put it in other chests or other things with inventory. So put it in there. You can put it in your ender chest, droppers, hoppers, all that kind of stuff can hold it. So how do you craft a shulker box? Well, here's our crafting recipe. You need a chest and you need two shulker shells which are a new item added to the game in this update, which come from, surprise, surprise, killing shulkers. <laughs> so each one of these guys has a 50% chance of dropping one. So that guy dropped one. Uh, they're a fairly rare item because of that, because I don't think these guys can respawn. Yeah, we're not getting any there. Terrible, terrible luck here. We got two now. <laughs> Some people have said by using a looting three sword, it jumps up to 69% chance, but uh, something about that number, I don't trust. It might be true. I haven't tested it myself, though. Um, but yeah, these are these are going to be pretty hard to get these chests. Um, oh, 
Well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> Let's try this out. We got our chest. We got two shulker shells and our shulker box. All right. And also, it seems like you're going to be able to combine this with dye. Um, you can see this popped up over here. But uh, in this version, it doesn't seem to be working pop properly. It doesn't change the color, actually. But yeah, um, there's 16 different colors of these chests, which is cool. You can see them over here. They correspond to the colors of glass and, and wool in the game. And uh, they look fairly, fairly close in color. The only one that's kind of an oddball here is the purple one. I think because they wanted to keep it the same color as uh, these guys. It's exactly the same texture. Otherwise, it would be a little deeper purple, I think, to match that. And these chests, you can open them upwards like that. You can open them sideways. You can open them downwards. If you stand on top, they bump you up half a block. You go from 65 to 65.5 there. Um, you can see here, they also affect entities. So this guy, he went up. Um, if something is blocking their head like this, it only goes up as much as it can, and then it stops. So that's cool. And like uh, Shulkers here, on the bottom side, you have this little spiral pattern. So it's going to be a block people want to use for decorating a lot, I think, as well. <laughs> it looks pretty good. Um, but like I said, it's going to be expensive. And it's a tile entity as well, so I don't know if you would really want to use it. But yeah, these are upside-down Shulkers. You can see they have the same pattern on their bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to open these, you need a half a block space above them free. So if you try to open this one, it can't. But this one got enough of a gap it can open like that. Um, they don't combine like double chests. It's just like a single chest. If you put two together, it's not it's not double. I noticed a lot of those guys actually teleported away and didn't die. So I just put that in as proof that you can kill them without them dropping shulker shells. Uh, anyways... Another really cool thing about these chests is you can place them in the world using dispensers. So check this out. Isn't that cool? And if they have items inside it, it retains that information as well. So you got our hoppers inside there. And then after it's been placed, um, you can use pistons to break it again and pick it up as an item. So that allows you to move them around in your world and create all kinds of crazy storage systems and neat things. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's going to be hundreds of ideas revolving around this. So um, so pistons don't actually move them in block form. It breaks it. Likewise, any other block that takes their, their position breaks it. So the sand took its spot and broke it there. Um, let's see. I wanted to show you water and lava don't break them. They also don't seem to get set on fire from what I've seen. Let's get some flint and steel just to show you. Yeah, it just goes away right away. You can't put, like, redstone or anything on top of the chest either. And uh, the way you can use this is uh, if you have a hopper right below, it'll pick it up pretty much instantly. Put another block over there. Here we go. We got TNT inside this one. Do that. Oh. <laughs> you got to make a system that'll that'll pick it up properly. I, I failed here. But you noticed uh, when we had the chest over top, the hopper was picking the items up out of it, so much like a normal chest. And likewise, if you try to inject items into it using a dropper or something, should be able to do that too. Let's put in a bunch of chests inside our chest. Um, here, let's 
Let's put that there so it doesn't take that spot. So there we go. We got one chest inside. Press it again. We have two. Going into our hopper here. So very cool. Uh, very functional. They also accept uh, comparators, so you can get a comparator signal out of it, which is cool. Um, these can also be broken using explosions. So we have our, our chest here with full of TNT. Activate that, and I'm going to clear my inventory for this. You see it drops as an item. I think it does that every time, so you're guaranteed to get your chest. And then you can pick it up again. I think it keeps items. Yeah, there you go. Something worth mentioning here as well, you can break these with your fist. Uh, basically, any way you break them, it always drops as an item. And uh, when you replace it, it keeps the stuff inside. So you don't have to worry about losing your stuff. It's just faster to do it with a pick. Uh, also, this is kind of cool. If you have one of these shulker boxes in front of the dispenser. Hey, yeah, you're nice. I like you. You can tickle these guys, you know. Wait, wait, that's not how you do it. You need an item in your hand. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. We'll get to them in a second. All right, so yeah, if there's one of these in front and you try to put another one there, it just fails. It doesn't shoot the, the shulker box out, so that's kind of nice. That way you don't throw it on the ground accidentally. Threw it on the ground. So of course, people are going to be making cool storage rooms and stuff with these uh, shulker boxes, but they also have like a redstone application as well. Like, there's lots of gizmos people are going to build with these. Uh, I challenged myself here with a little idea, and I'm very happy with how it turned out actually. So here's here's maybe one idea you could do with these shulker boxes. This is like a little storage system. So we have our selector panel over here, the arrow. So as we flip it to the yellow. Let's see, we got our little dudes inside here. Go to the green. We got our watermelons. Here's my favorite chest. We got the redstone chest. Yep. And that way you can like make very compact storage systems here. So we have eight chests, although with this system I can expand it indefinitely. <laughs> or infinitely. What's the right word? I'm not sure. Uh, but then you gotta go through a longer cycle to get to the chest you want, you know. So this is a very simple thing, uh, and it also uses the new observer block, which we're gonna get to next here. So here's my second favorite thing about this update, guys. We have the observer block, or block update detector, uh, which, yes, it's true, we've had these in the game for a long time. You can see an example of one over here, so every time you put a block next to it, it updates and does the little thingy there. So, this compacts it down to a single block, which is nice. It's like a quality of life improvement. And I was worried that was all it was going to do. <laughs> but thankfully, it has a lot more functionality to it. So, we'll get to that. Uh, but here's our crafting recipe for it. So, it is cobblestone top and bottom. Um, much like our other redstone stuff. It uses cobblestone, redstone, quartz. You can do it either lefty or righty, depending on what you prefer. And there you go. So we got our observer block. And you can see on here we have the white and red side, and we have the red wire-looking side. So this is where the redstone comes out of. This is the side it detects on. So if we put a block in front, you might just barely notice this flash is on and off real quick. It's a lot more easy to see or hear if we put a piston there. Um, currently it updates like it's on for one game tick and then off for one game, or off then. Uh, most stuff 
involving redstone uses redstone ticks. So 10 times a second. This is 20 times a second. Which means if they leave that, we're going to be able to do stuff faster in redstone probably. <laughs> Although a lot more tricky. Uh, but yeah, it only goes one block distance here, not two. Um, at least I haven't found anything to make it go more than one. So if you want to use it for long distance, you got to add a repeater onto it or something. Like a so. Alright. And because it's a single block, it makes, uh, you know, some stuff you might not do normally a little easier. Like, for example, you can activate redstone with water. You've always been able to do this, but now it's just kind of easier. Now, one thing I was really wondering about the observer block here is, can it do more stuff or less stuff than our classic bud switches here? And it turns out it seems to be about the exact same, um, which is pretty much anything that updates in the game. So a big one you'll use is redstone. can detect redstone changes, which can get kind of weird. Or if you go this way. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, like our classic bud switch here can detect chests opening and closing. It cannot detect items moving around inside the chest like a cud switch can. C-U-D. Those are a little bit more special. Um, likewise, we got our observer over here. It can detect the chest opening and closing, but not items moving around. Um, surprisingly, it doesn't work with the shulker box. It doesn't work with ender chests. One thing you'll use it with a lot probably though, like a good combo is string with the observer block, because string is almost invisible. It's like a very sneaky. <laughs> so you can you can do some cool stuff with that, I'm sure. Uh, detect farmland changing. Now it doesn't do everything though. You might not know this, but a long time ago, bud switches could do more and they slowly remove certain things you could detect out of the game. So you can't detect doors changing anymore, trap doors. Um, a long time ago, you could check if wheat was growing or not. Now you can't. You can detect whenever you break and place a block, though, like that. Uh, one really cool thing as well, comparators work nicely with these. You can detect any changes in inventory size this way. Um, which you can do with comparators, but you kind of get a different outcome. You get a pulse out of it instead. Um, yeah. Something else with these observer blocks is every time you move them, they seem to activate. So you can push them with pistons, and you see when it moves over there, the wire side activates the piston. And I was wondering, maybe because it's switching from some state to another state, it would do that. But even if you have, like, redstone blocks everywhere, it still does it. So anytime you move it, it seems to output a pulse, which can be quite useful. <laughs> Another big thing, this is like huge, huge. Uh, something you use constantly in redstone is monostable circuits. So uh, like a little little quick pulse. Um, so you can turn a lever change into a short pulse, nice and easy. Pistons have this special behavior where they'll leave a block behind if it's a one tick, one redstone tick pulse, uh, anything longer and it keeps the block. So this makes T flip-flops and other memory devices much simpler. Um, you see that if we change that to two, then it keeps the block every time. So that's very, very useful. I'm going to be using that constantly. Now, typically with redstone, if you want to make it go long distances, 
uh, you have to add more and more repeaters or comparators or some other way of extending the signal. And all of these generally have a little bit of delay involved. So we got one redstone tick, two, three, four. Comparators have a built-in one redstone tick. Um, that kind of prevents you from doing too much all at once in the game. And interestingly, I was wondering what kind of delay do the observer blocks have? And it turns out, none. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. so you can go as far as you want, no delay at all. It's kind of an interesting choice that might change. But I guess technically, like, we've, we have tricks for instant wire in the game already. This is not quite as sophisticated. Aha, uh -huh. so that was kind of cool. Another interesting derp, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> now, this is where I knew I was a redstone nerd, because this made me laugh out loud, like in real life. Uh, they introduced the, the observer block here, kind of as a substitute for buds. Um, and by doing so, they seem to have introduced a new type of bud into the game. And I'll show you an example here. So that activates the lamp and if you power it <laughs> or update it, it keeps the powering now if you update it again it removes it and that's really weird like really really weird because in the game previously there was no way of bud powering lamps like this isn't bud powering it even though it's diagonal so it's a new type of bud power which is weird <laughs> and to add to that, it's not consistent. I'm not exactly sure how I did that. So it's probably a bug that will get fixed. I just thought it was funny though. Speaking of funny, <laughs> we have llamas in the game now and they are awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, llamas are in the game. Didn't see that one coming. I thought just one little disappointment it's kind of a big disappointment, actually. But with the llamas, I thought they were going to be like horses. Oh, he's so cute. Um, it turns out you can hop on them, right? Uh, and they got hearts, kind of like horses, different amounts. You can access the chest you put on them. Depending on which one, you'll get 3 to 15 inventory spots. But you can't actually ride them. Like, I can't control them with WASD. He just kind of wanders aimlessly here. So if you want to, like have a ride on a llama, somebody's got to pull you with a lead. <laughs> and as you do this, they kind of form a line, like a little convoy, which is pretty cool as well. But yeah, I really wish you could ride them like horses. That would be cool. To tame these guys, you give them wheat or hay bales. They munch down on it. Then you get the hearts that shows that it's tamed. You hop on. And I think it's shifts. Nope. I have a hard time making the uh, inventory screen show up for some reason. Oh, there we go. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. So now when you get this, you can put a carpet on them. And every every carpet has like a little different uh, look to it. <laughs> so this guy's he's got like a little uh, headband going around the top of his head. The other guy, he kind of has glasses. Uh, very cool stuff. And then you can give them a chest as well. So you get a chest. Pop it on the side. How many inventory spots? This guy's got nine. Okay. Um, yeah, very cool. The little guys, like this guy, you can also make grow up with the hay. 
Now we got a big ugly dude. <laughs> uh, are you tamed already? Oh, he is tamed already. Okay, so once they grow up, that's that's good. If you force feed them anyway. I have not found a way to breed them though. So he'll get hearts when you give him wheat. Oh, do they? Oh, it does work. Okay, I tried that before and I couldn't get it to work. That's cool. So you can breed them. And I'm assuming that the guy that came out is going to be tamed right off the bat. But you can force feed them as well. Can you change? Oh, you can change it. Okay, so you don't have to keep the same carpet every time. I've only tried a few of these so far. <laughs> oh, it's got a creeper on it! Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> nice. Yeah, so the llamas here, they, they have a special spit attack, like a ranged attack. It actually does do damage. And, oh, oh, he's a goner. <laughs> it's kind of weird. The wolves will run away from them. But if they get spit at, then uh, they'll sometimes charge the llamas, and usually they'll kill them. Uh, but the spit attacks do damage. So sometimes they kill the wolves, but not usually. Because their aim sucks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they have like a tit-for-tat uh, mentality. So if it's a tamed llama... Oh, it does get you, even if it's a tamed one. I thought it didn't. So they'll shoot you once, but that's it. Shoot you once, and then they, they kind of walk away. They lose interest. I think the little guys do it too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Now, if you really, really want to use llamas for transport, uh, it is possible. It's just not easy. You need to set up like a minecart track with a wolf in it, have them chase it. Probably need to give them speed potions to so they can keep up with it. Maybe even faster. Speed two. <laughs> but it might work. Moving on here, so we got a new type of villager in the game as well. Not this guy. He was added uh, in a previous snapshot. I think they called him the nitwit. <laughs> it's this guy. The cartographer is brand new. Uh, so it's a librarian type villager. So he has a paper trade. He's got a compass trade, which actually might be pretty good. Because if you have an iron farm and a witch farm, you get a lot of emeralds that way. Uh, he sells empty maps, and here's the big thing, he also has these special maps, Woodland Explorer, which is a new type of dungeon sort of place, and the Ocean Explorer map, I think, is for Guardian Temples. So you can go ahead and buy this. Get a compass, and I've never done this before, so let's see what comes up. <laughs> there we go, so it prints out like a little treasure map sort of thing. And I don't see myself on here. Does it move as we move? Let's move faster. The, uh, what's it called? Woodland uh, fortresses are in dark oak forests, I'm pretty sure. Mm, doesn't move with me, though, does it? Oh, I see it. I'm at the bottom left there. Very bottom left. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> you can buy a map, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're close to it. I had to travel about 10,000 blocks because I'm assuming we got to go to the house on the map, right? I think that's the fortress or the woodland mansion thing. Um, as you get closer, your little circle, your character, turns into a bigger dot. 
Uh, but it's not super clear where you need to go to get there. Uh, one thing that will help you out though, the top of the math, math map <laughs> is north. So align yourself to the north and then right on the map is east. So that way left is west and the bottom of the map is south. So let's go a little bit closer here. Oh, did I not go the right direction? I think we got to go positive. Yeah, east, east. There we go. And as you uncover the map, it starts drawing it in. So you can see we got colors on the map now. And for some reason, the land on the map is not corresponding to the land that's generating here. Kind of weird. Or is the... Oh, maybe the orange is water then. Here, let's go... Let's go down a little bit on the map. I think I see the mansion in the distance here. <laughs> okay, so I think the orange is actually water. I get it now. Okay, that makes more sense. Anyways, so here we go. Oh, throw it away. There we go. There's our mansion. These are randomly generated, so it's got dif different rooms um, every time, I'm pretty sure. And you get different treasures inside. This is where you find the illagers as well. But uh, we've kind of gone pretty far. There's sheep on the roof. <laughs> we've kind of gone pretty long with this uh, little snapshot video. So this might be something fun you do on your on your own here. Check it out. I don't want to spoil it for you. I haven't done it myself yet. So maybe I'll wait till I can do it in my Let's Play series. I'm not sure yet. But... Uh, Thank you for watching, guys. There's, of course, many new features in this snapshot that I didn't cover. There's a locate thing as well for finding uh, monuments on the map, such as this uh, little mansion thing. You can do tab complete, and you can see the different things. we got end cities, fortresses, mansions, mine shafts, monuments. What happens if we do mansion? Located mansion at, I'm guessing that's where we are. Yep. Very cool. So it probably tells you the closest one then, right? Let's check out uh, Stronghold. Uh-huh. Very cool. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. Take care. Bye-bye.